It's about to get Gabby AF. We about to get Gabby AF, Gabby AF. We about to get Gabby AF, Gabby AF. It's nothing less, cause you rocking with the best. Now we about to get Gabby AF. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Gabby AF. I'm so excited to be talking with you guys this week. A lot going on. I can't wait to jump right into it. Me and producer Tony are getting you set for the week that was and the weekend coming up in pro wrestling. So without further ado, let's get started because there's a small thing called um, Elimination Chamber. Tony, I believe that's happening. So let's do a quick quick little preview of that i'm a little annoyed i'm going to be getting up at 5 a.m to be watching this um, on saturday morning you're going to be up at 5 a.m to watch this this i see i want to still call it a pay-per-view i don't like how premium live yeah i like saying pay-per-view it's just easier too and it's easier to write ppv i kind of like the the short term i think it looks better um yeah i think i'm i'm debating getting up early or just pulling an all-nighter, which I might just do. I might just pull the all-nighter from Friday. And then after the PPV, <laughs> just, like, you know, conk out for the day. Because I don't have anything else to do on Saturday, so. And maybe I'll just be delusional. I mean, you know, maybe with the right kind of, like, treat, a little edible, maybe. Little, maybe with the pay-per-view. Might even improve the quality Listen, of the pay-per-view. Are we not, we're not promoting it. Well, that, that all, and that's what I'm saying. That all depends on the pay-per-view. We're only getting... Four matches on the but paper. It'll be a so it's not going to be a right? long or will one. Will it only be? What do you think? It'll be. I know we're debating stuff that's inconsequential. But two or three hour show. It'll what? Probably, the elimination chamber match. Three hours. Out. There's no way it's going to be three that's hours. Be, we, have two, we have two elimination chamber matches, men's and women's. Those will at least be about an hour each, right? Because you think about it, it's like a match within a match. You got to get everybody in. Yeah. And all that stuff. So we're going to get at least three hours of content. I'm excited. Listen, I like the Elimination Chamber a lot. I think it's cool that it's in Perth. Um, and I think it's going to be... I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to the two Elimination Chamber matches, which makes sense. But um, I want to go four for four in my picks because I went two for two in my Rumble picks. Actually, all the picks I made for the Royal Rumble, including the matches, but obviously the two Royal Rumble matches were the most important. But I did pick the winners, so I feel like I have a duty to pick the winners of the Elimination Chamber matches as well. And I'm going to test. You could become my the Jimmy the Greek of the pro wrestling gambling world. Is DraftKings taking action on this by pay per view? Might have to listen. I don't. We got to call them up. I guess register an account and go with what you say happens today. See what happens. Make some money. Listen, I'm starting 2024 off like. Great with 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 knowing my picks. That's how you know I've come so far as a pro wrestling fan that I can make educated guesses and not just emotional guesses because that's what I'm going to do about the men's elimination chamber. Emotionally, I want to see Randy Orton win because that to me would be just great to see him at um, to face Rollins. I mean, I I really wouldn't hate it. And listen, you'd have to get me a little bit into the story and the investment of why that would make sense. I just want to see as much Randy Orton as possible. So my heart wants Randy Orton, but my head is saying Drew McIntyre because I think that's, you know, what we've been seeing go on where he's been cutting these awesome promos on Raw. He's been getting, you know, he just had that. First of all, on Raw, he just pinned Cody Rhodes, which was the only loss that Cody Rhodes has had since what mania or something like that something crazy like that was a crazy upset obviously uh solo sokoa got involved and um jimmy's jimmy got involved twice 
Yeah, it's 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 bullshit. But you know, I think the build for Drew is awesome right now. I think I love seeing heel Drew. I've said this. I just love the strength of a big, meaty, angry man, as I always say. So I think the story makes sense to have Drew win and face Seth Rollins. Um, so that's my pick, even though. You know, as much as I'd love to see Randy Orton get the win. Um, and listen, I think that there's a lot of other people that could make sense. I know the fans love LA Knight, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul is fucking amazing at everything that he does. But I think for what we've been seeing, I would be a little disappointed if it wasn't Drew McIntyre at this at this point, because I think the story is I there. Mean, I think Logan Paul does everything great except those those terrible tasting energy drinks. If you had a prime, they're, they're, they're I haven't had a prime. Not, not as, not as, it's not as bad. But if they want to sponsor me. I'll take Prime all day, I every day. I will reverse my um, statement, and I will be all Gabby, yeah, Prime. Prime. If they want to, if they want to send us some Prime, we can do a live taste. It's the test. best energy drink of all time. The what are you talking energy, about? Hey, you know the wallet speaks louder than my taste buds. But um, listen, I, you know what? It's very interesting because I know Drew McIntyre has been rumored about you know his contract situation, and we're probably going to find yeah. out essentially from the result of this pay per view whether he's resigned or not. It kind of feels like he has, with the amount of momentum and steam they've you know pushed behind him in this new heel turn role. It's, yeah. it's been phenomenal. I mean, that CM Punk t-shirt, the the meme with him standing over the grave, that's that's just classic. I mean, that's, yes. how can you not enjoy that? Even as a CM Punk fan myself, that's just grade A trolling. But, I mean, I think you're right. I think Drew Max kind of the the obvious choice on paper that makes sense from, you know, t- storytelling standpoint. Uh, I'm a little Maybe they'll swerve us. us. I mean, Maybe. Think, think about how hot LA Knight was just a few months ago. I mean, that guy could have probably been in the mix for the main event at WrestleMania going yes. to Rumble. Kind of cooled off a little bit with, which is kind of, you know, kind of a surprise. With Makes all sense. The injuries that they've had. I thought maybe yes. get him back in the fold, but he's still someone, you know, dark horse. He could still maybe win it. Crowd still is chanting. Yeah. All show long. Uh, God. It's just- I think people would be behind Kevin Owens winning too. Honestly, like, if it did, if it happened that way, people love Kevin Owens and I, I don't see that not even being an option. It's, it's crazy. And that's something I love too, is I like going into these pay-per-views, not being like, well, you know, it's definitely this person because everybody else sucks or like, there's no way it makes sense for any, like the fact that there are like options of things that could also work, even though I do think that there's a clear answer in my own head or whatever you think, there could be other fans that think differently because they're so into LA Knight or they're so into that. And like, I wouldn't hate it if LA Knight won. I wouldn't hate it if Kevin, like, I don't think there's one person in that match that I would be like, what the hell if they won? Maybe, Maybe Bobby Lashley, just because like, it's been a little off, I think in, in what they've been doing with him. And I think, um, you really have to sell me, like, you'd have to take this time from now to mania to tell me why that makes sense. But they've done it before and they'll do it again. So like, I can't even say like, oh, definitely not to any of these people because they're all, guys that have been in um you know big situations before and i'm i'm excited to see what happens but yeah my pick my pick is uh mr yeah, mcintyre that you was my accent so, you know i would have a lot more faith in bobby lashley winning if he was still with uh what you call it uh leo rush and mickey james business? as part of a uh, country dominance oh, no. the greatest mix match challenge team no. ever i mean that that was just hurt business was the greatest faction of Bobby Bobby Lashley, honestly, life, if you told me because this first run in WWE I'm not gonna lie I didn't do a whole lot for me you know impressive physique impressive in the ring not much of a personality but after going to TNA impact coming back he's done a number of things and, and slotted himself as a main event player so really good for him like Drew McIntyre same thing left came back 
seen in a different yeah. way. Cody. I mean, that's just that's Cody. I was just going to say, you're missing that's a big I'm one. Gonna, I'm not going to listen. We, we, you know how much we love Cody on this show. This is the, the, the all Cody all yeah. show. So no, I mean, that's the form. Like, again, maybe there's people on the roster right now that should maybe look like, look at Nick Nemeth out there. Dolph Ziggler. That guy was once a main event player. Didn't do anything for 10 years. I know we're going way off of the tangent here, but you never know. Could come back. So it's all, it, the fact that there's options of where people can go and do these kinds of things, you know, the, the rumors of Mercedes Monet showing up in Boston for AEW, like uh, Naomi coming back at the Rumble and having such a warm reception. She went out and did her thing and came back, like, which we'll get into that because I want to talk about the women's elimination chamber, which Naomi is involved in. I loved that segment, by the way, the craziness of the segment with all the women um, on Raw when you just kind of had them all talking on the mic, like I was very entertained by it. I thought Becky was hilarious. Like when she was like, what do you guys think about this hat? Which threw me back to, by the way, the whole Jake Hager, like this hat on the AEW. I don't know why it gave me those memories, but it's also Becky Lynch. So she did it a little bit better, but like she's, she's super entertaining. Um, and each girl, when their music hit and they came out, like I kind of like that because it shows their personality a little bit and like their attitude and kind of what they have. Like I think Tiffany Stratton's going to be a major player. I think she might be a contender for um, the next Money in the Bank. Just saying, just throwing that out there. But um, I thought she really held her own on the mic with with those girls, considering she's the newbie. I would say in, in the world of WWE in these pay per views and, and such. And listen, you you can't count out Bianca Belair and she's like one of those for me that she's so loved and she's so good that like yeah we've seen her as champion and you know everyone's kind of I, listen my pick is still Becky I think for what they're doing Becky makes sense to win and face Rhea and I would love to see it I think that's going to be a banger of a match but like I would not be mad if we got Bianca and Rhea I really really wouldn't guys we have a problem Recent studies have shown that testosterone levels are falling in American men. Low T is linked to depression, low sex drive, and weight gain, so it's important to stay on top of it. You could go to a TRT clinic, but it's expensive, awkward, and in most cases, not necessary. You just need to stimulate your body's own natural testosterone production. It's time to check out the ultimate test stack at LegacySubs.com. The majority of testosterone release occurs while you sleep which is why the Ultimate Test Deck features their best-selling sleep aid, Recovery PM. Test X9 stimulates testosterone, T-Assist inhibits estrogen, and Recovery PM gives you the best night's sleep you've ever had. You're going to feel like a new man after trying the Ultimate Test Deck for 30 days. If you don't believe me, check out all the verified five-star reviews on Top Rated. Legacy Sports Nutrition is founded by three-time world champion and SmackDown general manager, Mr. Nick Aldis, and 11-time women's champion and future Hall of Famer, Mickey James. And they personally use these products themselves. If you need more assurance, they're NSF-certified, third-party lab-tested, and made in the USA in an FDA-inspected facility. And because you listen to this show... You can save 10% off your order at LegacySubs.com now by using Gabby at checkout. That's G-A-B-B-Y. That's LegacySubs.com. L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S.com. It's time to level up with Legacy. She was very convinced that it was going to be Rhea choosing her um, for WrestleMania. And it didn't end up that way. And she was there watching on the TV screen and Rhea didn't pick her. 
And so it was just like kind of funny that she was really looking forward to it to be Rhea and it ended up not being Rhea after Rhea won. So like, I think that that's still a story that can be told is kind of the story of the two of them. They, you know, were phenomenal in NXT. They kind of had the same era of NXT before coming up together. So I could see that also being a huge possibility. And Bianca's very well loved that. The reception for her when she comes out, like she's such a star, the way she just looks, the way she carries herself, like there's not a lot of women like that. Um, I wouldn't hate it. I, I really wouldn't hate it. And, you know, Liv Morgan's back. People love her. Like, there are a lot of options of things they can do. But when it comes down to it, for me, it's Becky Lynch is the man for a reason. And I think that women's match being Becky and Rhea and then the other match being Io and Bailey, is such two such solid female matches to be on the card for WrestleMania. And if one of them doesn't main event, I'm going to be a little disappointed but i think that those are two pretty solid matches to to bring us for wrestlemania i mean i if if i was making an emotional pick i would probably pick bianca that'd be the person i'd right to win the match i think she's still head and shoulders above you know i think you know i'm not a big becky lynch fan i just uh, i i can't i'm not i've never been down with the man never been down with the last <laughs> kicker not not just not my cup of tea again if i'm promoting a show booking a show obviously business-wise she has been carrying the ball for the women's division. So I yeah. just, I'm not, Do you know what's be interesting for me about Becky. And it's funny you say that, like I was never like the biggest Becky Stan when like years ago, I was always like Charlotte's the best. Like I loved Charlotte. Charlotte was like my number one. And then when Becky left, when she got pregnant to like become a mom and stuff, I feel like since she's come back, I don't know why I like her so much more. I don't know if it's just like her, being more like relatable maybe possibly like I think she's a little more entertaining I think like she's having fun with it more than I saw before I will say you're not like shoving this heel Becky down my throat where she comes out like Conor McGregor in these crazy outfits and she's like trying to be too cool for you like now she's Becky Lynch that like I like her I would want to hang out with her because like you know she's like oh my hat's kind of cool like she says funny things like that like she's someone that like even in the, even her like reactions in the ring when um tiffany came out and she was like oh like overreacting like it was kind of funny like she makes me laugh now like i just like her way more as a person i think and it's making i mean i don't know her as a person but i'm saying from what i'm seeing of her i like the becky lynch that i'm seeing so much that it's making me more emotionally invested in her because she entertains me she's just like someone that i think is real and like if i met her she's like the person i would see on tv so like i have she's grown on me so so much i feel like especially in the past year and i think it's working for her and like i've always said about becky like she's becky lynch she made history at wrestlemania she's been a champion she's done everything in that sense where it's like i don't need to see her be champion but for her to be in the ring with these girls who are champion or aren't at that same caliber of you know wh where they're at like that's her doing her duty of like she's already made it to that level so it's kind of cool that she doesn't have to keep winning or being champion to like retain it if that makes sense refresh my memory she had a major match or feud with Rhea Ripley. I mean, again, we've seen Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley. Not at Mania. Rhea's, Rhea's Mania match Charlotte. that I remember the most was Charlotte. That was her first, I believe, yeah, I know. I'm was sure. Charlotte Flair. I'm I don't think they've ever had a feud slash, I so mean, either way, they've match never match made a like, not that I had a match like at Mania Ripley. together. 
Yeah, I feel like, I mean, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair's got a lot of legs to it, you know, for years to come. But I think, yeah, Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley is kind of a fresh matchup, I believe. Again, I, I didn't do And, like, matches. look at Rhea now, too. Oh, if they yeah. did have a, any kind of feud, it was not the Rhea that we're getting right now. No. Even if there was heat or, like, something happening, like, they find, like, Rhea has situated herself to me as an irreplaceable, like, person in the WWE in my eyes. Like, she is up there and she wasn't always either she's another one where it was like she's been at wrestlemania's before she's been champion for and i never cared i didn't like what they were doing with it she was like you know something i couldn't I, that wasn't a sell to me and now it's like i don't want to see the pay-per-view if Rhea is not on it i don't like watching her off i don't get to see Rhea. like judgment day i don't care about if Rhea's is not in it like it's wild because she's holding that much strength on it and like she's entertaining and i think that the i think there's going to be the turn to the face. It's got to happen soon. She's well, just, people just love her. Yeah. I mean, well, first, I just think maybe you don't like blondes because that's really the main difference from Rhea. <laughs> from that blondes? <laughs> blondes. Blondes. Oh, but that's not true. I just told you my favorite all the time was Charlotte. Well, I know. Well, so <laughs> I guess that's another thing is like we've kind of seen with this feud and this bleeds right into one of the other, you know, matches on the card. Uh, Nia Jax versus Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Kind of seeing Rhea Ripley, you know, kind of, kind of become more of a baby face at least in this few yeah so, for sure so if you're doing becky lynch rhea ripley at wrestlemania are you gonna do two good like two baby faces going at it or are you gonna kind of swing her back how are you gonna get the fans booing mommy again when clearly she's you know probably getting more cheers than booze these days anyway that's yeah that'll be an interesting story to tell uh but i guess we also have to acknowledge she has to get through elimination chamber first yes jax has been extremely dominating since coming back definitely much more of a fan of this Nia Jax run than her first run I thought so much more was uh, it was it, it, they tried really hard that she had the Wrestlemania moment with Alexa Bliss but it was just one of those things where I felt like she was being jammed down my throat a lot yeah and wasn't yeah. maybe wasn't maybe hitting that that level that she was being pushed at in terms of like performance, but since she's come back, it's been when I'm doing a 180 on it. She's been a great monster heel, just absolutely devastating everyone. She's really sassy on the mic now. I love it. Yeah. She doesn't give a crap. Just I'm all for it, but I, I don't think she comes out of Elimination Chamber as champion, unfortunately. I don't think so either. Um, I, that would shock me. I've been shocked before. That would absolutely shock me. And I would actually be disappointed because I want to see Rhea at Mania. Um, <laughs> so like if she lost, I'd be like, well, get her back the title before going to mania because you know I, it's i mean i don't know I, maybe they're gonna have to do some kind of distraction something's gonna have to happen to maybe keep naya strong in the loss um which they do you know you don't want her to just i don't know if she's gonna lose clean um like i would like to see but i love i love what they're doing with naya i think this is what they should have been doing with her from the beginning she's a monster she's so strong there's not another female as strong as her in the locker room you know maybe when jade comes in finally um because jade is just a powerhouse in and of itself but you know i i don't see naya winning i don't think i'm ready to see naya as champion yet either i will say i think we're finally back on track with naya but she's got to put a little bit more time in for me to be like okay i want to see her as my as a champion carrying the title and like doing all these kinds of things whereas basically everybody else in the elimination chamber going in right now could walk out as champion and i wouldn't be like well what's happening i would say aside from raquel who just made her return which is an amazing thing but that's also not her fault you know it's actually terrible what happened to her i was like i, I 
I was reading like her updates and seeing like how emotional she's been talking about what she went through and it's so terrible. So I'm so happy to see her back because she's genuinely like, um, one of the, like, I feel like sweetest people and she loves pro wrestling so much. You could just tell when she's there and just like the, you know, the energy she gives off and stuff. I'm happy to see her back and she deserves to be in the chamber. I'm happy that she's, that she's in it and that she's doing much better because that that's a tough road that she's been on. So Props Raquel, to her for Raquel sure. And uh, Rhea Ripley had some real bangers down there. Oh. I don't know if people remember. Those were some real fucking knockdown, knockdown fights. So I'm hoping, yeah, she gets back to that level where she's in those main event feuds because she can go and she's got a unique. Dude, I'm ready for her to be heel again, too, by the way. Like, I think maybe maybe she turns on Liv in the chamber because they were a team together. Maybe. And then you see Raquel being just like, it's my turn now, like pissed off at everyone. I loved when Raquel was a heel because she's so strong and she's like, she's so like serious when she's a heel. It's just like easy for her just by the eyes, like her stature and stuff. I would, I would not hate that at all because you do have these kind of little, you know, it, her and Liv were a team together for a, for a little bit of time and they were tag champions. Are they going to, you know, go in the chamber and try to kick the shit out of each other. She's going to turn on her when they're like, oh, you know, they're pretending to be friends. Like, I love that kind of stuff because friendships don't last forever, as I've no. learned this week. I mean, Liv, I mean, hell, <laughs> Liv just ditched her and went and did the Chucky show without her. Didn't even get her, like, a cameo on that. Like, how rude, right? What kind of friend does that to you? Doesn't Listen, we don't, we don't talk shit about, about Liv Morgan on the show. She's, see, she's a Jersey girl. One. See, I know. This is where we're going to clash because she's another one. Like Becky Lynch, I'm just not on board with it. I was not on board when she won the title. I thought that was a very weak way to win a title, first of all, the way they had her do it. But, like, she doesn't I, – I don't look at her and believe that she, is, you know, is going to win a wrestling contest. But, again, business, fans love her, our host yes. loves her. So but fans aren't always right. The fans are usually wrong. Fans are, <laughs> fans are not me as a fan because I've been picking all the winners, but – well, all the other fans. Might yeah, be wrong. Well, that's because you didn't spend 30 years watching wrestling like I have. So you don't have that like clouded emotional judgment over. That's why you're able God to, for, you're Thank able God to for that. Yourself. What? Thank God for that. Right. Know, right? You've, God. Watched, you've had a life uh, outside of this. So, I mean, kudos to you. But uh, I mean, look, speaking of Jade Cargill with, again, Nia Jax, I think that's probably the direction both of those two go for WrestleMania. Right. That's probably what we get out of this. Maybe, maybe I, I don't, I don't know. They're still keeping Jade kind of under wraps, which I don't hate if if she's not ready to be doing this or that. A great schedule, right? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> listen, she's a powerhouse and she's a workhorse. I'm sure she wants to be doing everything on TV and like having getting into it because she's been working her ass off. So, um, you know, I, I I think there's a little bit of definitely like what's it called fuel to the fire for it to be her and Nia after what we saw at the rumble. But I wouldn't hate to see a feud her and her and Bianca Belair. Like there's so many options to do with her when Charlotte comes back too. which by the way, Charlotte is like, have you been seeing these videos of Charlotte working out and like rehabbing, doing things like, that like she shouldn't be doing. She's like, dude, I'm, she I'm is, like, I, this is why I, I will say this always. Like I, Charlotte to me, I, I just love her. And I just think she's not normal. That's not human. Like the thing she's doing, I'm like, damn, this girl is, is insane. If she comes back at Mania, I'm going to lose my voice. I'm going to scream. Sorry. Could, like, just imagine like, that's not even, is that even physically possible? Like she's just, this is like where I say, like, I don't understand these pro wrestlers because 
they're crazy. Like, oh, they're nuts. You, you know what I'm saying? Like that. We've been out with them. We know they're not. They're not uh, right. People. But like, even aside from you know socially, just like physically, like this is why I get so mad. I don't know if you know, saw that thing, um, Austin Theory at doing press and the and like there's the video of him. I don't know if you saw it or not. Yeah the video where the guys like called it fake and he like went off on him and like walked away and everybody was like, I love this. Like blah, blah, blah. Like, st- you know how, like if I was an athlete, like they're athletes, like doing these things and someone's like, yeah, well it's fake. Like what you're doing is fake. Like I would be so fucking angry oh. if someone told me, I don't like people telling me I'm fake in my personal life, just as a person who's talking and doing these things. But you're going to tell me I work my ass off every single day. I travel every week. I do all these shows, which by the way, either playing into a character, playing up to a live audience who's watching, doing things on the fly, figuring out all this stuff. And then you're going to be like, well, it's fake anyway. Like you're like, okay, what's fake, fake about it? Like so you're, you're insane. To like Robert De Niro or Al Pacino in the airport and go, right. hey, you're fake. Right. The movies are fake. Like, no, again, they get awards laugh. for it. I laugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, a, it's, it's a crazy. It's time. People gragging on wrestling is being fake. It's the most real form of entertainment out there. According to Gabby, especially with pro football, the way it is. Oh but yeah! Again, yeah. It's, everything's it's, pro wrestling. It's by far the most physical form of entertainment you can probably find out there. The stuff they do physically blows my mind that they're able to get right. and do that on a weekly basis. I mean, those rings aren't made of you know trampoline material. Those things are solid yeah. wood. It's Just physically, mentally, there's no off season. Oh, well. The travel these people do, like always having to be on, doing press, doing interviews, like all this kind of stuff. Like that's what people do in movie junkets. Like when you're promoting a movie, you have that craziness for a few months, and then guess what? You get to kind of take a break, maybe work on your next movie, whatever. There's not really the off season for them to like do that. Maybe if they're like not on TV or something, which they don't want that. By the way, that's not yeah. something that they're happy about if they're not in a storyline or something like that. Because it to be successful, you have to remain on TV or you have to keep doing these kinds of things. So like I just I thought that was great on like on Austin Theory I I loved seeing that um I thought that was like great hype for I think they're all doing great hype for for Elimination Chamber this weekend kind of all the press they're doing and kind of stuff like that but um aside from Elimination Chamber which I'm excited about I'm also excited about um Cody with Grayson Waller which is going to be on Elimination Chamber as well I mean I I love the Grayson Waller effects like what I love talk shows within wrestling like I loved I mean Same. everyone everyone remembers like Piper's Pit I loved you know the white what was it the what was Jericho's? God, I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm playing on Jericho's. But I love Carlito's Cabana. I love that because you get to see more of the personality. Grayson Waller is perfect for that role. Um, we're going to get to we're, I, I feel like we're going to see a little bit of physical activity come out of that. I mean, there's just no way. You, Grayson Waller is the kind of guy you just want to punch in the face, right? I mean, I mean, I think, but Cody, I think, is going to have a little, enough restraint to not punch Grayson in the face. He's got big enough fish to fry in like a Roman Reigns and the rock, like no offense. I don't want there to be beats. I like Grayson Waller. Actually. I I do. I think he's super entertaining. I think he's funny. I think like everything he does is just annoying enough that he's selling what he needs to sell. Um, I'm more excited to see the response from like Cody and Seth from, you know, everything that's kind of been, been going on. And, like they're finally, I think, going to team up together after, you know, Cody got the beat down and he was in the back and Seth just came up to him and like looked at him because like he doesn't need the shield because Roman's got numbers on him and it's going to and they're going to play dirty. So Cody's going to need to get somebody he can trust or somebody that he can rely on too to like have his back. And I kind of like that it's it's going that way with with Cody and Seth. So I'm excited to see that 
that too. I love a good interview segment. I basically interview for a living. That's I listen. I think the talking, it's a nice break from match after match after match and it's entertaining. And I think that's three good guys to be having on the mic during that. Um, I could, I can watch Seth and Cody just talk for an hour probably. Yeah. And just I mean, be the, invested in it. Cause that, they're so good with each other. Growing it back that press conference. There was, that was like the most hyped wrestling event out of like, in terms of like casual fans, like again, Friends yeah. that I know that haven't watched wrestling in years were all texting me about it. There wasn't a match. There was no physicality. It was a little slap. No. But, like, it was just a press conference of people talking. Yep. Because wrestling, is, in essence, is generally not wrestling when it's at its most successful. I mean, there's the wrestling, there's the matches. But it's everything that gets you to the match, the emotional investment, the storytelling, the characters. And without these kind of things, I mean, why am I supposed to care about – again, O'Shea Jackson was saying this on, you know, multiple shows this week. Yeah. Know, in regards to how AEW, you know, presents its product why why am i caring about certain people on on tv if you're not telling me who they are if i'm not seeing you know who they are as personalities as people's characters you know you need these segments you need talking i know you some people just want straight up wrestling all show long i'm excited i love all kind of talk show segments i loved prime time as a kid i used to love the wrap around shows that would be on the weekend where you'd get again your hosts in the studio you know telling yeah. you why you should care about these matches so should be exciting. i mean Speaking, you brought up AEW and speaking of emotional investment, something that happened on Dynamite that I have to talk about that I've actually been excited to talk about was Sting's promo and like the Sting and Darby's message to the Young Bucks. Um, it was excellent. Like I thought that that – I actually watched it more than once because I watched it on TV and you heard the crowd while you watched it on TV and then I watched it again um, like – on on youtube or whatever after with no crowd and just the like just sting's tone and just his voice and i think why it was so powerful to me was just like the calmness in his voice like the tone just what he was saying was so impactful but the way he was saying it and it just proves why sting is who he is and he's such an icon. He's such a legend in what's happening. But to get emotional, to talk to people about like the truth of, you know, he just dealt with the passing of his father within the last seven days and everything has to do with family. And this is why he does these things. And this is why he means so much. And this is now why he's going to bring the fight. All these emotions that he has in him, he's going to bring with him to revolution. And he's going to bring it against the young bucks who have done nothing but disrespect him. And he's just incredible at everything he does. I, I blessed and I'm privileged that I got to see this era of Sting as a fan because I've got to see a whole different side of him as opposed to everything that everybody else has seen that are diehard fans. And I take that as a gift and as a privilege. And I'm grateful for that because I get to see this dynamic between him and Darby, which I think is one of the best, if not the best for me, like student mentor relationships I've ever seen. And I think everything he does makes me care more about Darby and that's why he's doing it. And as someone watching when he does retire, I'm going to care so much about what Darby's doing. And I'm going to be so invested in what Darby's doing because I love sting so much and that's his guy. And it's like such a passing of the torch kind of thing. It will be because the two of them together sell on everything. And that was just such, Oh, it was so good. I watched it with my roommate and she was just like, wow. Like it's almost emotional. Like you, and like, I'm not saying I don't get emotional about anything. And it was just one of those things where like, I felt like he was talking to me, 
when yeah. I got rid of all the noise and stuff and I was just sitting there watching, I was like very, very entranced in what he was saying. And it's just, I, I'm cannot wait to watch that match. And I, I'm really, really emotionally invested in Sting as he is. And I'm going to be sad when he retires now. And I've never knew him before what I have watched in the past six years, which is an insane thing because he's a legend. Yeah. And like, that's what he's doing for the newer fans right now is making them care about Sting right now and not Sting 10 years ago. It's just wild. It's, it's just it's just the crazy time. And I appreciate as as again a lifelong wrestling fan. I appreciate that you see Sting in such a light like that because Sting was probably the first non WWF wrestler I got into as a kid. I mean, Surfer mm -hmm. Sting with the bleach blonde hair, the fluorescent face paint. Like that was like again Macho Man Savage. I wasn't a big Ultimate Warrior fan in that time period. That was like mm -hmm. when I was like four or five years old. Sting was cool as hell. My cousins used to be like WCW is for like the cool grownups while WWF yeah. the kiddies and we used to play WCW uh, on NES on the old Nintendo system and Sting was the guy Sting was like that Hulk Hogan to me as a kid I must have like 10 15 like beat up to shit Sting action you know wrestler action figures from when I was a kid that my kids will get to bang around someday uh cool. it's I know, right? so it's and it's just crazy to see how many years he's remained relevant in the business again going from the 80s to the 90s 2000s again we're in 2024 and sting you might be might single-handedly sell me on buying an AEW pay-per-view um and again is it gonna and be and he should for everybody watching i mean it's gonna be oh you should because this is again you, you this is this, this is a historical moment sting is among the all-time greats i mean again a true icon in the industry and kind of the, one of the veterans that has probably aged the best in terms of again what he's given back to the industry again getting getting me to care about a darby allen right know, it's it, giving someone the rub like that i mean there's not many you, you know, and look how far darby's come by the way God. and on the mic just like how he is like from when he first started aew to working with sting it's night and day and that's oh, just yeah. You know, it's like, and that's an amazing thing to see because there's so many of these veteran wrestlers that are just like, oh, I'll you put somebody over in a match, which is in and of itself a great thing to do and working with somebody. But like to really, I feel like they're really their relationship. And I don't know if it's true off camera, not on the scene. Like, I feel like they really are yeah. in that kind of relationship, like outside of everything else. And that's like, how can you not love that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you not appreciate that as someone watching it? You, you know, it's just, it's such a cool thing to see. And I'm curious to see, you know, Darby's direction when Sting is no longer there, but it's kind of for the first time, I feel like he's going to be good without him because it's kind of like he has set him up to like be successful in the company and to take everything he's learned and really go with it. And I think that's so special and it's really making you hate the, the young bucks, which I guess they're trying to do. And I'm just really, man, the whole thing with Ric Flair coming out and saying he's like, hasn't been very happy. And then going backstage and talking to the Young Bucks, like, Mr. Ric Flair, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're going to turn on your boy. Like, I don't, I, I can't, I don't know if I like that. I don't, I don't know if he's bluffing. Maybe he'll pretend he's going to be like on the side of the Young Bucks and then turn on them to help out his boy. Like the guy's going to be retiring, Rick. Don't don't kick him while he's down. You know what I mean? I'm just, I listen, I was dying laughing. Like Rick is just always, always entertaining. Obviously when you see him on the screen and everyone's wooing when he's trying to talk to Renee, but I really hope he doesn't turn on his boy because that's kind of such a special way to bring Rick in was because he was going to be with Sting after all this time. And they're such close friends, but I'm, I'm curious to see 
you know, the direction that that's going to go and how they're going to play that out. And yeah, I thought it was a great, I actually really enjoyed Dynamite. And I think that another promo that hit really, really well was Wardlow's promo because that's the Wardlow we've been wanting to see. Like that's him and keep him going now at this time, him calling out CM Punk and saying like, you're still weak because of what I did to you. And that's why your body is still not a hundred percent. Like that's insane for him to say, but like, why not? Like this is the monster that is Wardlow that we've been asking for that we had for a minute and then didn't have. And then we have, and it was off and it was on. And like, I'm excited for him because I think he is just, a mega meaty man. And that's why he's going to be in that meat match, which is insane. You know how I feel about those. I'm going to eat a big steak while I watch that match. Um, medium rare only, obviously, but like, yeah, I'm excited for that. I think that they're kind of making it a little more, um, cohesive with revolution coming around where these matches are coming together. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it, but you know, we got a lot to look forward to. We got elimination chamber coming up revolution. And then obviously we're on the road to WrestleMania. There's so much happening and there's still so much time for more to happen. So it's just an exciting time. And I know that sounds cliche and I know that sounds lame, but like in a world where bad shit happens all the time. And like, I had a rough week, I will say, and you guys are all my friends and I love you all. And I'm super honest. I was struggling this week, um, with personal things. I was not in the right headspace. And it was nice to be able to escape and watch pro wrestling and look forward to sitting down and talking about it with you guys. And, you know, I hope you know as well, like, you were all here as a community together and this is what we love and this is what we do. And, you know, you're never alone ever. And you have people that love you, you have people there for you. I know this sounds so lame, but I'm telling you, I had a rough week. And I'm in my feels and this is how I'm feeling about stuff. When you learn who your real friends are and you learn the people that are just going to stab you in the back and you learn the hardships and you've been through it. Um, it's been a rough one for me and I literally could not look forward to more sitting down and talking about pro wrestling this week with you guys because there's so much good going on and there's just so much that we're going to see. So I hope this was a little bit of escape for you. I hope you had fun and we're going to do it again next week, obviously. And yeah, so enjoy the pay-per-views. If you're going to pull an all-nighter, if you're going to get up early, have fun with that. And we'll definitely talk next week. And until then, LYMNB, love you most, no backs.